Right. <laughs> hey, everybody. It is that time. It's Thursday. It's Two Legs. It's the live edition of Two Legs. It's myself, Tom Hunyadi, along with Andy Nichols and a few other knuckleheads that Hooligans. will be uh, hooligans. There we go. We'll be introducing here in a minute. But uh, Andy, what's going on, my friend? Good evening, partner. We have made it to the end. Can you believe this? It's what we've been going since what? October of last year. October or November. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had to skip a couple of weeks, unfortunately. But here we are finally at the end. McCartney 3, ranking the tracks, volume 27. And um, I got a couple people here with us, some good friends of the show. We got first up, we've got our art director, the, the, the kid du jour, the, uh, the up-and-comer, the rookie, if you will, Ethan Alexanian. What's going on, my friend? Am I still the up-and-comer at this point? <laughs> well, a little Hudson's bit. got him beat. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's going up the ladder. Uh, I'm in the old age home at this point. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're climbing up. I think up Ethan, that, can uh, still be, Ethan can still be the rookie. Hudson's uh, in AAA. He's in AAA. <laughs> He's not even single A, huh? Wow. <laughs> then we got our music director, Dylan Seavey, who's just uh, thank you for, you know, what you've done and, and, and gave us and, uh, you know, all that work that you put into those uh, songs. Thank you. And welcome back. Yes. Good to be back. Fresh haircut and excited for all of the fights that we're going to get into tonight. I cannot wait. And that's about it for guests. So we're going to get uh, going here. <laughs> and we can't forget my my cousin, my my old co-host, my my buddy and uh, David. It's always good to see you. <laughs> hey, family, what's going on? <laughs> much. Uh, it was good to see you, even though the circumstances were, were pretty shitty yeah. a couple months ago. And um, but, uh, you know, anytime we can, I can hang out with you is always, is always a joy. So you enjoy they, hanging out with me in person? Yeah, you know, I'm just for public appearances. Uh, you know, we'll you know, we'll be nice and everything like that. <laughs> I'll save the uh, I'll save the, the personal bashing at next year's wedding. You that's know, fine. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But uh, it's an honor to be back, I think. The last time I was on was last June, but uh, what a perfect uh, album to talk about, because I think our text chain has been created because of this album. So, oh, well, and that's how we're going to start the show, really, how it came to be. It's it's because, you know, you're the you know, you're the Hoffman Forum (laughs) lurker. Yeah, (laughs) yes, he is. Oh, my the creeper. (laughs) Like one o'clock in the afternoon, we'll get a spam of messages. This guy said this. This guy said 1 a.m. Or 1 a.m. It's always great coming back to my phone. You have 76 unread messages. <laughs> huh. Well, David found something. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that was quite the morning because, you know, leading up to that, you know, uh, oh, co- COVID, COVID hit and leading up to that, we're going, okay, it's locked down. McCartney's not touring. 
he's going to be in the studio, you know, and plus it's a, it's a, it was a zero, you know, there was a zero at the end of the, uh, the, it was, so it was a, a perfect, it was an anniversary 20, year. Yeah, Let's just say, yeah. yeah, thank you for, for a McCartney. So like, if there was going to be ever a year that we were going to get a McCartney three, this would be that year. And, and David, thanks to all your, you know, texting. <laughs> oh. And, you know, you, cause we're, you know, yeah, we, <laughs> know, right? we were getting snippets here and then. I wish you could have joined in on this, Ethan, but you know, I, I don't think we could have, you know, international uh, texting. Ooh, allowed wait, I'd be our, bankrupt. Uh, I'd be, I'd be well into a thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, buy that uh, all things yeah. must pass box set. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. But anyways, but, but what a fun day that was. Cause we were all messaging, uh, texting ourselves going, Holy shit, which, what are we going to get? You know, I mean, how many target third man, third man, and uh, Indy Newberry, you know, it was just, it was just on and on. And you guys were already texting before I got up, uh, for that stupid, uh, <laughs> 333 uh oh, copy. man i missed it by a half hour i was on my way to work and by the time i got to work 40 minutes later it was gone wow i wish i had a heads up i probably would have got it yeah i'm yeah. working at third man for the next three weeks i'll see if ah, i can track down yes, some unshipped I'm sure ones. They, there you oh, go doing you got the inside hook man go for it get the no, male actually, and female press you know oh, and, screw yeah. that <laughs> sell them on ebay for you know a couple thousand you know come on <laughs> But, yeah, but, I can sell Jack White on that pretty easily. There you I'm go. Sure. There you there go. You yep. go. Absolutely. So, but man, I mean, I know we're all stressing. I know I didn't get much work done that day, and uh, you know, just texting back and forth with you guys about about this. But uh, but who's 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 with us right now? There, uh, in, in Chatland, we got Tom yeah. Brennan, Carlos, hey, Tom. Susan, Oliver, and Day Tripper. I've all chimed in. So good evening, folks. Yeah, it's good to see you guys as well. Um, glad you guys have joined us throughout this whole series. Um, but uh, but yeah, so getting in, so the records were go were going crazy. You know, I know and Andy and I, we got we got a handful. Dave, did you get any of the colors? You got the third man red, right? Yeah, I got the third man red that came online probably around lunchtime. Okay, and that I think sold out in that afternoon. Right, right. I picked one up for Dylan. Yep. I was like, Dylan, what did what did Dylan get? Um, copy wise, what'd you get? I got the third man red that David got me, and that was it. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> and it works for me. And then I got the Japanese one. Yeah, that well, we'll get to later. that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to sorry. that in a second. But uh, but the vinyl people, the vinyl community, I'm sure we're just pleased as punches. Uh, Ethan, you also, you ordered the, the, the third man red, but it took how long? <laughs> it, took, it took about, it took nearly two months to get here. Oh. Wow. wow. It, it, it arrived via, via sled <laughs> through the cold Canadian wilderness. I get Japanese bootlegs within a week and a half. I'm telling I cannot you, man. believe it took you to get over like Lake Ontario for two months. <laughs> Damn Canadians. Just in one canoe. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure Andy and I were the ones that probably of the, of the bunch here probably over indulge here with this you think <laughs> did you <Yeah>. now tom <laughs> but it was i mean it really was i mean i was i i had a blast with it because it was like a half hour we got the india a half hour later we got the target a half hour later we got a newberry you know so it was just like they just shingled the hell out of this promotion and then so after that what i've been thinking was what a couple of weeks later then they started the cd all the right. different uh so then you were getting you know you were getting dice box and you were getting the donut you know, 
Uh, yeah, Donut Box. You were getting the the Target again that was announced with the vinyl, but then you were getting you know like like David showed yeah. the the Japanese, Japanese that have ended up having all the bonus tracks on it. So if you didn't want to partake in all those crazy Donut Boxes, you could have just got this one right here and and saved yourself some money. But no, why do that? Tom, didn't you <laughs> didn't you get confused and just order the suitcase again? Yeah. Hey Ethan, aren't you? Uh, so you on the earlier you had mentioned you were trying to get the Target vinyl still. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the hunt for that's the only one I missed. So um, I think the- they're selling for affordable prices on eBay. When I say yeah. affordable, probably under forty five bucks. And I'm glad you brought that up because because as soon as all of these stuffs, all of these announcements were made, you went on eBay and people were selling them for over a hundred dollars. Those assholes. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> selling records they did not have themselves. Exactly. For like two hundred dollars. Exactly. And then on top of that, to make matters worse, when they were officially released, nobody was getting them on time. <laughs> No, even the ones that got them at a reasonable rate or reasonable time still had to wait a week or so, you know, to get them. I think my Japanese CD arrived to me quicker than the third man that came from Ferndale, Michigan, which is seven miles from my house. So (laughs) there's it's too bad you don't get an option for pickup or something. Oh, I would have picked it up day of. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Partner, before we dive into the meat and potatoes yeah. of uh, the album, should we get yeah. to the news of the day here a little bit? Well, we can. Yeah, I mean, if you want, let's let's give our thoughts real quick of this uh, this new announcement today, the Get Back film, which was announced that it's going to be over three days in November on Disney Plus, which is fine. We th- this was going to happen anyway, so this part of it is no surprise. The surprise is. <laughs> The surprise it, is, it is 1995 right, again. Christmas is again. right, right. The surprise is, is we don't know if it's official that it's not if it's going to get a, a theatrical. theatrical release. Which again, I mean, it would have been so great to to be able to see and and hear this in in the theater because you know you get that blown up screen, all the restoration um, that was done on the film and 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 the remastering that was done on the music. It just would have been a great experience to be able to see that in the theater. But uh, but David, quickly, what was uh, your what's what's you know, I haven't about- I haven't felt this jubilated probably since the anthology. Yeah. I had trepidation to feel like, is it going to be a two hour kind of soft kind of documentary like eight days a week was right. It wasn't curtailed to the hardcore person, but knowing Peter Jackson, I knew he was going to maybe pull that rabbit out of his hat and working with Disney and streaming such a big thing right now, especially during this ongoing, you know, lockdown that's opening up again. He, I, I think he had so much. He's like, I cannot make this into a, even a four hour movie like the Irishman, right. I don't think he, right. and I think he was saying it's a documentary within a documentary with no talking heads. Mm-hmm. So literally we're going to see almost five, five and a half hours of new stuff we hadn't seen before right. officially. Mm-hmm. So, I, well, it was, it was great. interesting. It was interesting when a couple of weeks ago, Paul, I think it was either Paul or Ringo were saying that they, they were seeing footage, <coughs> footage, uh, you know, new footage that, Peter Jackson was working on and in my mind I'm going why is he still working on this if it was supposed to be done last year <laughs> you know what I mean so now we kind of know okay now he overdid it he overshot it maybe he it. had to sell it to him like that right. like hey I've been working on it three years right. yeah. I cannot condense it it wouldn't right. be right yeah Dylan your thoughts honestly it quells a lot of my fears I guess which is that we were 
going to get something that wasn't as comprehensive as it should be. Um, you know, I never really brought in or bought into the whole rewriting history thing, because as we know, the Let It Be film isn't exactly super historically accurate or, or mm. well representative of, of what was going on. But, you know, the the potential of just getting another hour and a half, two hour long movie is like still fun. But now knowing that that it is going to be that much makes me feel great and honestly i i hope it does get released to theaters i i would love to see it in theaters but at this point you know i'll be happy with anything i'll take what i can get yeah let's just get it out now um i don't have disney plus so um luckily i had hulu for the mccartney one two three uh thing with uh with rick rubin but ethan you've got uh disney plus so you're ready to go i'm ready to go uh, and and honestly with this with with this whole thing I, I woke up this morning at about, you know, 1130, like a contributing member of society um, <laughs> to about four different text messages from different people all saying, look at this, look at this. And I was not quite fully awake. And I'm like, six hours. That's right. kind of long. Right. And then it's like, oh, it's going to be spread over three days. Right. OK, that makes a little bit more sense. Right. I thought Peter it, Jackson was going full Peter Jackson. Right. Extended cut of Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward complain. to the probably 12 disc, uh, you know, physical release. Oh, that would be great. You're right. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, we do get. I mean, it would also be nice if we if it's out in time for Christmas as as well. You know, you know, utilize that or take advantage of that Christmas market for the uh, for the CDs and and the Blu-rays, if you will. I but don't Andy, think that Apple ever. Th- thinks about things like that so no <laughs> right <laughs> andy i mean were you uh, excited to see the news or what? yeah i was um i have disney plus so i'm ready for it um okay. i actually think it might be a case where we get you know the, the, the little drop on disney plus and maybe a truncated version gets released to theaters mm. you know for the for meg you know a two and a half hour type thing because you can't put a six hour film in a theater it's right happen so maybe it becomes that maybe a truncated version goes out into right yeah after the fact we'll see um but i listen more content is is always better so and have you seen like some of the pictures that they they have released they're incredibly i mean the job that they have done restoring all of this is this is uh 18 years in the making since they try to you know tease it back in 2003 for the let it be naked Naked. yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's yeah it's good i I can't wait and uh I, i like the dropping episodes on a different night to david's point it's like right. the anthology again it, to me right. it's it brings up all those feelings again so I'm- i might record it to vcr just for the sheer <laughs> nostalgia of it nice i mean michael yeah i mean michael Lindsay hogg has has said that that version it has been ready since 2003 the original let it be movie they you know they did work on it back then so but it is going to be nice to to get something out finally. Now, I was a little weary about the the Disney Plus. I'm not a hundred, the biggest fan of, of shelling out more money to for Disney. But think of this: um, a, t- a movie ticket as average what fifteen oh, I, bucks? Exactly, eight eight bucks. I understand. Yeah. I get that part. And in in a way, then I'm thinking about okay. Well, I do want to see the Mandalorian because I I, I highly doubt that it's, it's going to get a physical media release. So why not get it to to finally see you know the 
the two seasons of the Mandalorian. I'm sure that you've got a friend, maybe one who lives in New Jersey, who would lend you his username and password as well. <laughs> going to throw that out there. I don't want to put anyone on the spot. You can email but, Andy. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> We're going to have to bleep this out. Wait, it's live. So the copyright <laughs> people are already coming after us. Whatever. I don't care. That's I'm just great. a guest. Yes, you oh, are. Oh, yeah. Don't there could be place. there could be a best of both worlds situation with a theatrical release if they did the if they did the three part miniseries whatever, but if they still wanted a theatrical re release to cater to the diehards they could just put out the original yeah, Let It Be exactly. as yeah. a theatrical run yeah. you know a Dolby Atmos whatever. Right. I'm read that Variety uh, article and if Good you article. thought if you thought the original Let It Be was kind of kind of tense. I think Peter Jackson's going to even show more of that just to show the background. I mean, they're going to have George literally walking out of the studio. Right. And I think that might end episode one, you know, and if they do that great, because the presentation that he showed us originally was all, all everybody's happy. La di da. We're all dancing, having a great time. (laughs) And, you know, there was no sign of any tense, tense moments because we all know there was a bunch of tense moments uh, during that, that month. So it, it'll be great if we do get that kind of footage as well, David, to your point. So absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it, again, it's exciting news. Um, I'm sure it's not going to be the way we wanted it, but it sounds like it's, it's more be than more. what we wanted. It's more <laughs> than what we wanted. So, yeah. I mean, again, we, you know, for years we were complaining about how we were never getting enough with these releases. Now it seems like these then releases. Peter Jackson came along. <laughs> and George Harrison on all things was past. <laughs> anyway. It's a, it's a great Beatle day for all right. of us fans. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So McCartney three, great. You know, I'm still happy with this album. Uh, I, I think, you you know, a lot of us were excited to, to get a new McCartney record because for a while there, it was turning into three, four, five years, six year waits in between records. So to finally get a record, um, you know, between, you know, two years was was a very nice welcome. It was it put a great uh, a cap to a really shitty year. And, you know, I mean, I just I know everybody was 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 happy that we were going to get another album. So I'm looking forward to ranking this with you guys. But uh, Dylan, we'll start with you real quick. Just since the since it's released you know are you still happy with the album are you excited do you you still play the album i do i still enjoy it quite a bit um i mean i've listened to it in its entirety probably at least 40 or 50 times Uh, i don't have a a number on it but i still enjoy it quite a lot uh conceptually you know as well as the actual content um i think it will and I, I, I do think it will stand the test of time, but we will see. Okay. David? Yeah. I mean, since the release, it's been what, seven months, six months? Mm-hmm. It's probably the, la- the most I've spun a McCartney album since post its release, since memory almost full. Mm-hmm. It's had that staying power, and songs are still stuck in my head when I'm not even listening to the album. So I, that was something that we needed in 2020 near the end. You know, yeah. so that really lifted up my spirits and just having him have an album out at 78 and two years after his last album. So that was right. uh, it reminded me of like the uh, the mem- uh, chaos and creation memory almost full era. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. How yep. soon they were released. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Ethan, I'm glad that you're here with us because, you know, you got a little bit of different perspective. And I like that because we're not just all here, you know, raising our hands and, 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 and you know, singing in a, singing in circles. But uh, you're you're still you're 
you're not never welcomed? Are you never really warmed up to this release or, or what? Look, I, I really wanted to love this when it came out. And I, I loved it for like the first week. But mm. upon those first few re-listens, it's like, I didn't like this as much as I wish I would have. Mm. It's I, I was really hoping for another McCartney 2. Okay. And from, from the stuff that was in the trailers, it's like, okay, this actually may be another McCartney 2. Mm. But it, you know, it just hasn't lived up. Or it hasn't, gotcha. you know, it, it, it's only been out for less than a year, and I don't think it's aged particularly well. Wow. Even, even it's just though, my opinion. Right. I have to preface, this is just my opinion. Well, yeah, and, and even though we have different opinions on it, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've been there with a lot of albums by artists I really love. You just want so badly for it to reach whatever, you know, expectations or, or wants that you have for it. And when it doesn't get there, it's it's a bummer. Thank mm-hmm. you, Dylan. Well, that's, yeah. how I felt, that's how I felt about Egypt Station, unfortunately. I love the cover, right. Egypt Station. Yeah. I like the concept, but to me, this song, some of the songs aren't um, grabbing me personally. Gotcha. So. Andy, you you go you go back and forth between this one and, yeah, and Egypt wrote, Station. Yeah, I do. I was really high on it when it came out, and then I just think the over the overkill and the over the overhype right. kind of really put me off right. the record. It kind of just and then reimagined. It Catching, just kind of, right. It wore me down, and yeah. um, I kind of got tired of it very quickly by like March. And then I don't know the last month or two, I've really warmed Great. back up to it again. Okay. So I'm 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 enjoying it again. Um, you know, I'm not I can't I can't rank it in terms of where it belongs yet. I just can't. Um, right. But I, it's it's a great record. I mean, through and through, one through eleven, it's it's creative, it's inspiring. There's great mm-hmm. tunes on it. So I mean, it's it's an enjoyable record still. Um, so I'm I'm very happy with it. Still, seven months later, through so this little this little birdie on lurking forum saying there's a third act to this album sometime this year. So oh, great, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I, I I get what you're saying, uh, Andy. I can definitely understand that. I did listen to the album again today at work uh, because I work while I'm at work, David, and um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anyways, but um, I, yeah, I mean, it still plays fresh in my mind. I still enjoy every song. I still like to love, you know, every song on this, on this record. And yeah, I think a lot of us uh, needed to warm up to deep, deep feeling. And we'll get to that when we, you know, when, when we start ranking the songs here in a second, but uh, yeah, I'm still really enjoying this one. And I, I think I'm, because I, I mean, I, I was hook, line, and sinker on Egypt Station. I just, you know, loved Egypt Station, and I'm now I'm I, really, you know, I, yeah, really. You think? You think? <laughs> I'm joking. Where's I, that I know you are. I know sarcasm <laughs> at its finest. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I I, lo- I still love this record. I think it's gonna be considered one of the greats in in the years to come, and uh, hopefully, Ethan, it'll, uh, you know, one day in the future, you play it, and you'll be like, oh yeah, I love it now. You know, you never know. Stranger things have happened. Yes, that is correct. Stranger things have happened. Anyways, why don't we get started here? I mean, do, or do you want to go over uh, comments here? You want to see what uh, people have been saying uh, before we get started here? Yeah, uh, let's see a couple of comments here. Um, Tony says, Tony Logan loves McCartney 3. It still works for him. And Carlos cool. says McCart- McCartney 3 is better than McCartney 2. How about that, Ethan? Wow. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. Uh, Susan likes <laughs> she likes most of McCartney three, but she still prefer, prefers Egypt Station more. 
So, okay. um, yeah, Ollie likes it. Yeah, those are pretty much everybody still puts, likes it pretty much still. So, okay, great. So, what's going to happen here is I got a certain order here that I see on my screen. <clears throat> and I'm just going to go uh, clockwise for this for, for every round here. So, uh, we're going to start with Andy. Andy, you start with uh, number 11. What is your least favorite track on the album? I hope I'm not the only one that submits this song as number 11. I don't think I will be, but I don't know. Right. Deep down. Ugh. Hmm. <laughs> do that. Can't do it. Can't do okay. it. Can't listen to it. Skip, skip, skip. Always with that song. Gotta get deep down. No. <laughs> Gotta skip. Get deep down. Gone. Gone. Okay. Uh, I agree. I have deep down as my number 11, but I, I kind of enjoy it uh, more than you do. I do like the, the ad lib uh, to it. I do like it musically, uh, but again, it's not, it's not great. Like, like a lot of the rest of these songs, but I do enjoy it. I, you know, the lyrics, not much to it, kind of almost like road all night. And um, you know, the other one on driving rain that I'm losing my, uh, uh losing my mind on them just rains but rain, whatever rains the raindrops rains the raindrops rains rinse the raindrops thank you so there's not much going on there uh lyrically but i think it still <laughs> is a fun yeah i know <laughs> i know i get tongue-tied sorry the english language is tough yeah, i get it it is it is but uh ethan let's go with you number 11 my friend do do i have to provide justification for my list or yes. can i just no. say quickly it? quickly quickly <laughs> okay uh, winter bird when it comes that's my number 11 wow okay <laughs> that's it that's all you want to give that's all, that, that's, all that's all i have to say oh, i feel boy. like any any other statement would incriminate me further <laughs> Fair. all right david let's go with you number 11 can i just preface that i like all the songs so i like some more than others so this one i think dylan's not gonna like me on and generally most of the viewing public. Okay, so I picked Pretty Boys. And it's not musically. I love, I love the music on this album. I love the production. The lyrics are kind of trite for me. It kind of reminds you of like uh, English Tea or yep. uh, Jenny Wren. And I'm not saying this is bad. It just doesn't hook me. Mm. But I like his vocal that's more natural and a deeper register. But the incredible, incredible piece of guitar playing. So yeah. that's my 11. Sorry, guys. All right. Dylan. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have wrong opinions too, David. It's fine. <laughs> um, my, my number 11 is deep down. It is easily my least favorite. It's far from the worst thing he's ever done, but it's too long. It's barely even a composition, and the soundscape isn't nearly interesting or good enough to save that aspect of it. And when you throw in the fact that he apparently spent six seconds trying to get a good fake horn sound, uh, that seals the deal for me. It's, I think it's a pretty lame song. You don't, and you don't like synth horns? You want, you want the real thing? Not when they sound like deep down. I right. think, I think it's, it's not, Casio. <laughs> it, it's, it borders on embarrassing if it right. doesn't exactly. Man, you guys are going to hate me the rest of the show. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to go to number 10. Unless, Sandy, you want to see anything yeah. you want to? Okay. It looks like a lot of people agree with uh, Deep Down here. Um, Tom, Tom, uh, Tom agrees for uh, Pretty Boys as well. With the, I had Deep Down. Oh. Okay, so uh, the four of us were right and you were wrong, David. So whatever, man. If you're we were all, a, if you're, we, are, if, you're out of control. If, if we had all the same opinion, this show would be boring. So. Yes. 
I know, I know, my friend. You know, know. you you get you know, David, David. I'll play with whatever you want me to play, or I'll just sick <laughs> reference, bro. <laughs> All right, number ten, my turn. Um, I'm going with. I'm sorry, Andy. I'm going with seize the day. Um, I, I I like it. Um, it just reminds me too much of do it now from Egypt Station. Kind of like almost like the same sentiment mm. to it, but I still like it you know just don't love it so um gotcha. that's that's my 10 and we're gonna go with ethan next uh my number 10 is kiss of venus mm. Mm. okay <laughs> i love that i love mm. ethan oh, is my favorite person alive right now <laughs> <laughs> okay david um, just writing stuff in a pencil these days. It's uh, oh, thing. Okay. Um, mine is uh, "When Winter Comes." I hmm. think it's a great song where the placement is as a book ending to the album, as the reprised along to Winterbird. And I'm glad he saved a '92 Flame Pie outtake from being buried in the archives. So I'm glad it's on there. But uh, I just don't love it as much as the other uh, fantastic works on the album. So, do you think the flaming? Flaming Pie wasn't such a great album that he would have put this gem on the archive box set. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's just it's just curious to me why he would have added this to to the album. You know, you can tell his voice is like thirty years younger. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, Okay. So, um, Dylan, number ten. Uh, 10, I have Women and Wives. I know a lot of people are really fond of this one, and it's a significant step up from deep down. Um, but it's just <laughs> still not hitting me that hard. I've seen some people fawn over the lyrics, but I don't think they're particularly special. I think he has better lyrics on this record. Um, right. I don't hate it, but it's not one I go back to unless unless I'm listening to the album right. as a whole. What did, what did you think of the vocal approach to this? Because it's something that he doesn't... Well, I got really excited because in all the interviews he was talking about Lead Belly, Lead Belly, Lead Belly. I'm a huge Lead Belly fan. I'm a huge blues fan. And I love it when Paul taps into that in a lot of songs. And then I listen to it and I'm like, where's the blues? Where's the Lead Belly? This is him just doing a character. Um, I don't hate it. It was just a letdown for me because I was expecting something different. Okay, fair. Andy, number 10. Lavatory Lil. Mm. Yeah. Just, wow for the lyrics not the music i think the music okay. i think the, the musician i love the playing of it i love the production of it but i just this one the lyrics just stick in my craw a little bit mm. um yeah it's just i never really took this to this one that much Laboratory okay well. got you all right we are going number nine and we are going to ethan start us off with number nine please my friend oh oh <laughs> There's no, don't feel guilty about Bring anything. It. Just own yeah. it. Bring okay. it. Own it. My, my number nine is deep, deep feeling. Oh my mm. God. <laughs> yeah, never mind about the whole bringing it thing. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. That is but why? All. But what? No, 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 no. Why? What bugs you about the song, Dylan? Uh, <laughs> you, long. No, but come on. You know, you got to prove. Well, you can't. Well, no, I don't. You got to prove opinion no, no. fact. No, I want to know <laughs> your reason. What did the auto tune, you know, just the triteness of it, the singing, the filtering of the vocals? 
Yes. Is he trying to be too contemporary? Yes. But you like Egypt Station. No, I no. don't. I like Greg's Egypt new. Station. I hate Egypt Station. Okay. Okay. All right. Now I know where you're going. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. So number nine for David. We're over here, David. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right, mine number nine. <laughs> Kiss of uh, Venus. Yes. Um, his falsetto is actually not that bad on this song as much. No, as, not at all. Yeah. Um, I had trepidation for his voice on these type of songs, but uh, unfortunately, it's not my favorite, but the song is stuck in my head and in my guitar. So this maybe it could have moved up, but uh, there's others I like better. Okay. Pretty cool. Uh, Dylan, number nine. My number nine is Lavatory Lil. Um, wow. I like the stripped down bluesy landscape. Kind of reminds me a bit of Ooh You from the mm. first McCartney record. But nice. yeah. while you could argue that Ooh You is a minor composition, it very least has that awesome vocal. The vocals on this are fine. A lot of it is fine. Uh, it's just not a particular favorite for me. Okay. We're going to Andy for number nine. Nice comment here, though, from Tim Allen. When McCartney's using Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, and Titch as an inspiration, he's in trouble, a.k.a. Lavatory Little. <laughs> Other people talk about Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch, too. Yes. <laughs> I knew I knew Ethan would like that. That's why I had to read that comment. Thank you, Andy. Uh... Yeah. Um, number nine for me, Long-Tailed Wintered Bird, the opener. Too wow. long, too meandering, and just goes on for way too long. Mm. And it's too loud. Okay. I get that memory almost full loudness feeling when I hear that song. I gotta, 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 I gotta lower it. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Number nine for me, I'm going with uh, Pretty Boys. Uh, fortunately, is a track. I I still like it, Dylan. I like the song, just not as much as others. I but, said uh, nothing. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But you implied. Um, Yes, I, I do. I do. On this one, I do like the lyrics better than I like the music on this one. So I think the music is what, what kind of, you know, drops this one down for me. All right. That was number nine, right? Yep. Okay. Eight. We are starting with the uh, Mr. Gargolino for number eight. Uh, I'm picking Lavatory Lil. Lavatory Lil. Lavatory. Uh, Lavatory. Lavatory. <laughs> I got to go to the lavatory. Um, <laughs> I think it's a great song. The riff is well done. I like the driving bass, especially descending lines. There's quirky mm. lyrics. It's upbeat. The thing is, I'd like more downbeat songs on this album than the upbeat. So that's why mm. maybe my list is more um, transposed than others. Um I'm glad someone like Josh Homme is covering this on Reimagined because it kind of mm. fits his quirkiness. So, right. yeah, that's my number okay. eight. Number eight. Dylan, speak. Man, I, I thought this was going to be controversial, but y'all already took the load off me. I've got When Winter Comes at eight. Mm. Um, you know, 
I think people are a bit too taken with and distracted by the voice here. Right. You know, I, I love these types of songs, you know, mom's a little girl, Calico right. sky's great day. Um, but I just don't think this song is as special as everyone makes it out to be, you know, be, you know, I know lyrics aren't everything, but the lyrics stuck out like a sore thumb to me from the first mm. time I heard it. And no matter how hard I fight it, they continue to bring it down. You know, it's pleasant. His voice sounds great. The guitar work is great. I'm just, I'm never fully satisfied by it. And I think that some people overrate it just because they hear the voice and they, they scream. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we did see a lot of that. Um, People, some people didn't realize that that song was from 92, you know, (laughs) which was pretty comical. Hmm. Um, But so, okay. Andy, number eight for you, my friend. Uh, Ditto to what, uh, Dylan said they're a musical director. I have When Winter Comes as my number eight as well. Wow. Hi, guy. It's the same for the same reasons. Um, it's nice, it's but it just doesn't go anywhere for me. It sounds mm. okay, but I think the I think people have really overrated that song, in my opinion. Um, just because oh, he sounds younger. Doesn't well, I right. think that's one of the first leaked songs. Doesn't mean it sounds great. Yeah, well, okay, no, he, he sounds uh, no, I'll younger. take that. I think people were yeah. just enamored by something new that was so kind of Right. I mean, and I think yeah. that that hype is like just a little bit too much, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think it's a little overinflated. It's a it's it's OK. It's nothing to write home about. And OK, yeah, that's I had at the same ranking there as uh, our musical director, Mr. C. Oh, <laughs> OK. Uh, my eight was Longtail Winter Bird. Um, I, I like it. I, I think it's a good opener. I enjoy it. I mean, it, I think it is maybe a touch too long, almost kind of like in the squid, uh, area with, uh, with, with too long ish maybe, uh, cause it just kind of just repeats itself, uh, after a while, but, um, it's good. I, I'm, I'm glad he did stick an instrumental on here. I think it, you know, to a stick lead with off that, track. To, yeah, with that. yeah, exactly. To stick with that McCartney three ish, um, you know, theory or whatever, you know, he had, you got to have at least one uh, instrumental on there. And I'm glad that we got at least one. And I think it's a good one. I think it's one, one of his better ones um, over the last uh, 20 years or so. Um, so, yeah, I got that as my number eight. And then uh, Ethan, we're going to you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my number eight's women and wives. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Anything you want to say about it? No. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, why? He doesn't need to. It's his ranking. Can't, I can't yeah, wait to well, go I, back I, and read the comments. Is the, this is the ranking just show. List, I'm ranking the song. Just list it in the comments if you don't want to talk about it. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about just, it doesn't offend me or anyone else, I think. Just kind of curious. I don't know, David. You seem a little triggered right now. Yeah. No, with, with, okay. That, no. a- after these, after this song, I, I, like I will give at least, I will at least give somewhat of an explanation after okay. this one. Fair Not enough. this one, though. Fair enough. Not this one. <laughs> no. Okay, so that was uh, eight. So now we are moving on to number seven, and we get uh, the one and only Mr. Dylan Seavey uh, starting us off on this one. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, from this point on, these are all songs I really dig. These mm. these have all made my favorite Mac playlists. Uh, number seven, I put Kiss of Venus. It's kind of the opposite of when winter comes for me. I've heard a lot of people complain about the voice, but it doesn't bother me at all. It sounds vulnerable. It sounds real. And I'm kind of impressed. He's still hitting those falsetto notes. Uh, There's some really nice lyrical nuggets, beautiful guitar playing. I like the harpsichord breakdown. Mm. I am a fan. Yes. Okay. Andy. Um, Women and wives. 
Hmm. Women and Wives is my number seven. Uh, Women and Wives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, kind of to your earlier. Yeah, it's got that whole like lead belly thing. I don't really hear Could it. Could have been on Ram with that kind of accent. I don't here. really hear it in here. It's like over the top. I actually enjoy it. I enjoy his piano playing in it more than yeah. actually his singing in it. I love the love the vibe of the song. Mm. But I um and I don't really like the singing really on it too much too too much because it's so it's like so deep like women and wives like what what is he doing on that song you know <laughs> well he's I, playing to his vocal abilities physical, yeah he's is not, he I don't is think he, he is <laughs> no but I don't think he's stressing I think he just kind of let it. It's all, it reminds me a little bit of like Lady Madonna, where he has that kind of, you know, that. Well, that crappy version of Lady Madonna he did on that benefit show, Ugh, which yes. was absolutely gobshite. Okay. Where are we in seven? All right. Uh, I'm going with Kiss of Venus uh, for reasons I think Dylan said. I mean, I, I dig the, the, the guitar playing is great. And yes, I'm still really impressed that he can hit that falsetto voice. And I think he should keep doing it um great i think the lyrics are nice uh, musically it's nice and it, it it just works um i guess you could say this is probably really the only ballad on the album really um and i think uh um i think he uh he, he knocks this one out so i like it uh ethan seven okay my my number seven is a laboratory lil mm. it, it it's a fun song the the only thing that i it would have been higher on the list if it weren't for the the goofy sounding like watch out for the like that that knocks <laughs> the it down about, that put not that knocks it down about two or three spots. You don't like the the football fans at the bar chanting the, the background <laughs> vocals. I would if it didn't sound like a seventy eight year old man. <laughs> wow. Okay. Fair enough. That's uh, a good song. Gotcha, David. Seven for you. Seven is seize the day. And I said in my comments, definitely could have been a track on Egypt Station. Yeah. And that's probably one of the songs I did enjoy that you probably didn't care for on Egypt Station. So yeah. um, I, I like the lyrics. I love the chorus, the chorus. And uh, I love the organ. I think it's, it feels, sounds like a Vox organ. Um, seize the day kind of hit hard lyrically because the time that we're in, you know, or the time that it came out. But mm. uh yeah, I mean it's it's the middle ranking of the track, so it's uh, I don't love it, I don't hate it, but I like it. Okay, fair enough. All right, number six. Uh, you want to read any comments here? Over halfway through, or just want to keep going? Uh, keep going. Okay, six and Andy, you are you are up first. Okay, the first time I think we've mentioned this song tonight. Um, deep, deep feeling. Mm. And uh, if I had done this, uh, ranking... Ethan Ethan had it uh, way too low. That, that was my number nine. Okay, so I'm, mm -hmm. I have all my notes here, but and I didn't have it wrong, Dylan. <laughs> if, if we had if we had done this Sorry. ranking about a month into this release, I would have had this song probably at ten or eleven. <laughs> this really, it, I, it, I did not like "Deep Deep Feeling" at all. I remember talking in our text thread. I think Dylan really dug this, or David dug this song right away. I, I believe, and it, I it did really, too. Yeah. Yes, you both did. I was trying to remember. You both really liked this song right out of the gate. And it took a couple of listenings and it's like, it's like a trance, right? It's like an eight, it's eight minutes and it really puts you in a trance. I know a lot of people think it's a little long musically. It's adventurous. I love when Paul takes chances like that. 
He does okay. that on on this song. And I'm telling you, I could listen to this song anytime. This is now. I really enjoy it's it. A, it's a grower. It yeah, is. And it's and it's a it's a true highlight of the record for me. I'm curious where you guys might have it. I'm I'm guessing a couple of you guys have it in one, two, or three, but we'll wait and see. All right. Um. So, 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 so we got six, right? Yeah, six. six. Yeah. Um. I agree with you, partner. Six is a deep, deep feeling for me as well. This was one that uh, took time for me. If we were doing this ranking, maybe a couple more months into the future, maybe I'd have it a little bit higher because I'm still, you know, processing it and 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 taking it all in because there's a really is a lot to take in with this yes. song. Wouldn't you agree, Dylan? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk more on it when when okay. I talk about my. But absolutely, yes. So, but I mean, some of this vocal approach. Yeah, John's got to give us that, that muso. Right, exactly. Give us yeah. the muso take. Yeah. Come on, Dylan. I I I like the, the the vocal approach to it. I like the 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 direction that he was going. I like that that he did challenge us with this song. Um, and uh, the length maybe, eh, maybe not so much. It, it was you so know. long they had to flip it on the for the vinyl. Right. Exactly. Right. They had to. <laughs> change the, the change the track listing exactly so eight minutes, but, eight minutes is nothing though come on that's right. nothing that's nothing. <laughs> not for you prog yeah, well, fans yeah, yeah i was gonna say song resident prog fan. 40 minutes on side <laughs> <Right>. a <laughs> that's nothing come on yeah all right so six is my is six, six for me is deep deep feeling ethan let's uh move it on to you my friend uh number six is long-tailed winter bird okay it, it would be higher on this list but I think Paul could have chopped about two or three minutes off the song. Mm. It just it just kind of went on. Right. It, it did everything it set out to do in its first three minutes. And then it just kind of repeated itself. Right. Well, just in a way like the squid kind of did, you know, it, it yeah. just follows the pattern. But but it, I thought it was I think this is more interesting than maybe like a squid uh, would be. There's more to it than than, than that song. I think. I'll, I'll give the song credit. What I heard in the trailer for McCartney three yeah. was what got me very excited to hear because mm-hmm. that, that metallic, yeah. you know, kind of right. clanking yeah. palm right. muting got me very excited. Cool. I like that. Okay. Uh, six for David. Uh, I uh, selected find my way, mm. which is uh, one of the first things I heard in the early teasers. Andy, and- will you please remove David from the show, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's that's why you're no longer co-host, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that is why you are the lost leg. Yeah, <laughs> <The> lost leg. <laughs> Go I'm ahead, the, bro. I'm the freaking peak peak best of this podcast <laughs> now. He sucks. <laughs> He's not so good anymore. Um. Hey, I, I like this song. Like I said, a lot of the upbeat stuff on this album, I, I rank a little bit different than the downer stuff i guess it's just where i'm at so but uh i I love the hi-hat loops that he's doing and then the twin guitar licks along the piano playing i mean um this is probably the first song i heard when i found it on the the interwebs bootlegged so uh i love the funky bass playing too Mm. so i think i wish they instead of teased us up until like the very uh, near the release they could have released this as a single back in october early november right right and i was going to ask you guys that too if you thought that there, there there was a song good enough to have been you know single material on here i think um, that's it i think i think yeah. find my way is the yeah. obvious it's yeah. a single right. that's the one Absolutely. that had the music video 
Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It kind of doesn't make <laughs> sense that they didn't just release it as a single. Well, I, I was so pissed. I'm like, I want to hear a song because you guys are buying 50 versions of this album and no one heard a full song. I'm and, like, or, and we didn't know the track listing either. No, nothing, nothing dropped. <laughs> I'm to get it. Some, guy about- who, some guy who recorded something off of a radio station and sent the file to us. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was, you know, like, hey, I have money down on this not as much as others, but it's like as a fan, like, come on, give us some, some of the goods because you're right. still getting our money anyway. So, right. but yeah. yeah. Find my way. All right. Find my way is number six. Uh, Dylan, for you, number six, my friend. Number six, I've got Seize the Day. It's pretty quintessential Macca song. Solid melodies and arrangement. Wonky little lyrics. Cool chord progressions. And I don't know. I like the vocal performance. Well, we're in the relative (laughs) major. Uh, Um, I like his vocal performance and the vocal layering. Um, Yeah, it's only at six for me but i i still really like it a lot cool excellent uh Carpe andy diem. all right andy do you you started that round yes. so we're going top five now and we're switching to me i am going with women and wives with uh, for number five um i do like the vocal approach on on this song i do like the the piano playing um throughout i like the feel i just like the feel of the song and i can understand what you're saying dylan where you know he he says one thing you know this kind of you know and what the, the what inspired him to do the song in the first place and then you feel let down because it did didn't meet your expectations because you like that particular band so much but me i i didn't know that band before i didn't know lead belly i mean you know so lead lead belly is not a band i just want to throw that out there thank lead you. Belly See, is a very prominent blues and folk artist you. from the See, 30s and 40s thank you but so i don't know like that i don't know that I don't, I don't know that and shame. i could give two shits about that so andy please go. remove tom uh, <laughs> i gotta do it now yeah, man. Yeah. come on I, I, I'm only listen to real music like kiss. exactly that's right because <laughs> baby if you're feeling good baby if you're feeling go 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 paint your face and stick yes your out okay i mean why listen yeah. to midnight special when you can listen to i was made for loving you i mean exactly. i was made for loving you baby you were made all right all right all right okay so women and wives is my number five ethan oh is it time again Yep. <laughs> what number are we on? Five. five. Okay, five. Deep down. Mm. Wow. Wow. I like it. It's 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 long. It's kind of ambient a little. It, it's you can you can zone out. Good to jam dun, dun, to. Dun, I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Oh God. Yeah. It's an, hold on, Andy. You had something to say? No. <laughs> okay. Ooh. I'll bark. No Ooh. bite. He saved all his nickels. comments for this shotgun. <laughs> That's all right. We'll save all the uh, smart ass comments for when you both are in Arizona. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. So David, number five for you, buddy. Want to get deep down. Want to okay. do it right. I just turn <laughs> into a country song by you know, uh, Hootie. Jack White. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I like the darker, downer, loopier songs on this album. It's repetitive. I'm not going to yeah. deny that. Um, but I could, I could kind of zone out to it. People might zone out to a boredom or on, you know, it's not as realized as other songs, but, um, I love the guitar and keyboard like lick, um, kind of has a flowers in the dirt side two feel, I guess in a good way for me. Cause I think side two and that album's a little s- snoozy, but, uh, 
I enjoy the synth horns I put on my notes. Um, something he could have been messing around during the Egypt stations. Mm. Uh, but, you know, I, unfortunately, you guys are going to probably shut me off because I kind of like the, the horns since on this than the, the, the two record day singles that came out for Egypt right. Station. I don't know. It grabbed me more for this album. I don't know why. Okay. But all right. I could take Fair a 15 minute jam of this song. But, I, you know, I listened to a lot of ambient stuff. So mm. that's where it hit me. Okay. Dylan, number five always interesting to see how close a subjective opinion can be to being objectively wrong um just really interesting to me um my my number five is uh long tail winter bird um completely agree with you guys it is definitely over long could have been cut in half but it's so cool and i really do think it's it's the perfect album opener i think the soundscape is awesome especially as the instruments continue to trickle in the upright bass in particular is so groovy and it's recorded so well the guitar riff is uh it's simple but i think it's super effective i want more experimental weirdness like this yes. from paul yes yes yes, yes. yes. <laughs> i'd say ethan likes that i uh, know well cool. ethan ethan makes good points every now and then <laughs> i'll take what i can get andy my friend number five for you the kiss of venus um yeah. see kiss kiss can, keeps coming up yeah i love kiss yeah um the falsetto <laughs> part of it really kind of turned me off a little bit but again upon repeated playings of it especially the harpsichord in that that's straight out of like beatles i hear like that sounds very beatley to me when i hear that harpsichord kick in i'm like that's like 67 ish beatles penny lane sound that's what i hear when i hear that song so um and i've always you know it's, it's been yeah again i didn't really like the song as much when the album came out but it's one through five could have been interchangeable for me. So I mm. love the kiss of Venus. I uh, really do. Very cool. Okay. Um, all right. That's the end of uh, the fives. We're going with number four now. And Ethan, you are starting us off, buddy. Uh, my number four is sliding. Mm. And now, now that I have a panel of different people, I, I want to ask you guys something. When, when this album first came out, I was on another show that shall not be named. Um, and we were doing a roundtable discussion, and I said, the opening of Sliden sounds like Led Zeppelin. Mm. And, you know, everyone said, no, no, it doesn't, Ethan, no. Oh, I and think to, I think this the man of the right drums. here, this man right here, Dylan, was the, the only person who backed me up. In, he, he messaged me and <coughs> backed me up. Can, can I read you word for word what I have in my notes? I wrote, I want to get justice for Ethan Alexanian. He was on... <laughs> He was on podcast name retracted a while back commented that the opening drum hits were reminiscent of good times, bad times. The other host tried telling him he was wrong. In fact, the drum hits are the exact same pattern as good times, bad times. And the boy must not be shunned. Continue Ethan. No, no, that's all I had. (laughs) I I just, I just wanted, I just wanted my moment in the sun. Right. Excellent. It's shining brightly upon you, my child. Thank you, Father. And if there was a drummer that's going to know that, I guess it would be Dylan. Because Dylan just... would know it, yes. Because didn't you just play it recently? I did. And yeah, I had less than a week to learn like the most iconic drum song of all time. That was a super cool thing to get thrown at. Me. That was very cool. You shared that with us. That yeah. sounded awesome. 
Thank you. I pre- I wish I had played it that well at the show, but you know, uh, we about that enough. Well, the recording, the recording was good. The recording was good. I, I told the band, I'm going to send this to you to prove it that I can do it. <laughs> All right, Nerves. David, number four. Number four is Long Tail Winterbird. Mm. Forget it. The, the moment it was on, the moment I heard the song, from mm. the leaked version to the leaked CD <clears throat> to the you know the the one I bought. Uh, kicking off and on with a five minute plus instrumental. I mean, only he would do that and get away with it. And uh, it kind of gave me hope because I, I didn't have great feelings for the last album. It was a good album, but it didn't hook me like a lot of people. Um, right. I I still love that that song because it it was the start of a McCartney album in the year 2020, probably the one of the worst years in modern history. So. I was very happy to hear him playing, sounding good, and here we are. So, right, cool, beautifully said, David. Yeah, four, Dylan. Uh, I also have Sliding at four. Um, great rocker. I think these sorts of songs really suit him well. Uh, for whatever reason, no matter how shredded his voice is, he still belts out these heavier right. tunes so well. And yes. you know, some people have complained that the vocals are buried but i hear them just fine and you know he's really screaming i feel like if they were brought up you run the risk of them being too overpowering um but i don't know i also just like how heavy the guitars are uh the the lyrics so psychedelic so cool yeah i know tom's a big fan of the wind is in my hair and i really feel like that opening line too um mm. or the the next line uh, this is what i want to do who i want to be i feel like that's right. the, the ethos of paul mccartney captured man i'm vibing to it right one on line <laughs> yeah so, yeah so four sliding i love that placement okay uh andy number four for you make buddy. it three for three sliding four uh, maybe sliding four for all the same reasons that ethan and dylan said said it i'm jamming i didn't give any reasons though well whatever it's they're the same reasons why i know they are it is such a freaking awesome song that shouting mccarty like foot stomping kicking ass and just getting it out there and that he does so well to dylan's point it's an incredible freaking song uh god it's just a i i can't get enough of it it is such a good song the playing on it the shouting i mean you know, the whole, this is who I want to be. Everything you guys said, I, I, I love it. At 78, the guy is just jamming out and kicking ass. And how awesome yes. is that? We're lucky. Yep. We're lucky yeah. right now. Love yeah. it. Love Slider. Yeah. All right. Uh, four for me. I'm, I went with uh, Lavatory Lil at four. And, wow. and because just like, and, and, and just like sliding, is the fact is I get so jacked when he just does a straight up rock and roll song. I don't necessarily care if the vocals agree with me I, I it's just so you know so nice to finally get you know a couple more tracks like this like this and and, and sliding because it's it's, it's kind of rare in a, in a way i mean he just doesn't rock out anymore and, and i thought the lyrics were were fun and that 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 also you know bumped the song out for me a little bit because it's just it's just an enjoyable track that you can you know it's you know the rock and roll stuff it's just it's just simple for him uh to do something he probably did this in five minutes just like he did um uh come and get it you know it's it's just really easy for him to do something like this i really enjoy it so uh levitry is my four ethan you started the fours we're going to three top three now and we're going to start with david wow Uh, i mean like you were saying about that song, 
he 24 years after the release of flaming pie it almost felt like as great as flaming pie was it's almost like his his kind of senior album in terms he seemed older back then you know maybe it was going through the heavy time with linda but the optimism he could pull from his mind which is great to be a poet writer it just has that energy so something like sliding i mean shit replace that song with let me roll it live with the twin guitar attack <laughs> The vibes, man. He sounds 40 years younger than he really is. I mean, the drum and guitar feeling has that Jack White kind of John Bonham kind of jamming feel. Mm. Um, this could have been my number one or two. Um, right. I love that he has uh, Rusty and Abe on this. No, no. Shh. Oh. Can't say that. Yeah. This part of the this segment of the show might get uh, requested to be uh, deleted, snipped. So, <laughs> I'm lost, man. Oh, well, you know you don't. You, you, okay, so Rusty did an interview oh. uh, be, prior to the release, and he said that he they were on there like everything was McCartney except for sliding, and then uh, like a week later, that that part that segment of the interview was cut because you know he wanted. Yeah. All right, I like the bonus track <laughs> of sliding. Dusseldorf. Which is a total different feel. Could be a different song. I knew what you meant, David. Right. Okay. Three Sorry. for Dylan. Deep, deep feeling. Wow. And th- this, this is a remarkable song, and it's not a second too long. It takes you on such a fascinating journey. This is a song where the music does as much talking as the vocals Mm -hmm. and all of the individual parts are so well crafted and arranged and the soundscape that they create along with the vocals. It's kind of unlike anything else he's ever done before. I mean, you know, you can look at love and song or she's given up talking or traveling light, you know, he's done moody stuff before and that's great. But the care that he put into this is really astounding it honestly reminds me of some of the stuff that bowie was doing on his last two Mm. records um i understand why it might not be everyone's cup of tea but it it is a really solid artistic statement and i think it's cool as hell and i mean ethan i'm I'm kind of surprised that for you, the the person who really digs the experimental McCartney would not enjoy this, but to each their own. Too long. <laughs> a song is as long as it's supposed it to be. To be. Fe- Bingo. Fell, it, fell in love with a girl by the white stripes is a minute 51. That's perfect. Stairway to heaven is nine minutes and that's perfect. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Mm, no. Fair. Okay. Good. But that's, good. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Very good. Andy, number three. Number three for me. Um, pretty boys. Mm. Pretty boys. I love, um, uh, to me, that's a throwback to early days on new. It's like it's early days part two for me. Um, the whistling on it. I, I love I love the whistling on, on that. And again, it, it, it builds up, opens up a nice little acoustic beginning. Yeah. Then, you know. Then it's I don't know if it's like a piano or maybe it's a little Mellotron or something in. I'm not sure what's in it, what's in it, but it just builds up. McCartney does these songs. He does songs like this so well, where he just it starts out and he layers and he builds up and he builds up. Pretty Boys does that well, and it just it gets you know gets the, the drum beat going there a little bit, a minute and a half into it, 
it's simple. You know, I like my Twee McCartney. <laughs> I do. Very good. And I, 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 I always, it's just a, a pleasant song and I really, really, I dig it. Can I cool. interrupt something? I won't say anything, but I'll show something. If you could read this. Can't really see it. Look at track seven. David, we don't, we don't, we don't want the lawyers on our case. Yeah. Let's, let's drop this. <laughs> I'm okay. just reading the liners. Yeah. Um, three for me, I'm going one up you guys. I, I think sliding is, is, ah. is, is fantastic. Uh, yes, you're absolutely right, Dylan. I love the, the line. I can see my body through rain, you know, through, in my hair or whatever windows of my hair uh great line very psychedelic um you know and uh again we just don't get these kind of rockers from from paul and yeah let, if he does go live let's hope that he does this live uh and and really i think the band would uh, obviously knows it and i think this will be a great killer killer track and absolutely david i agree let's get rid of let me roll it and uh and uh throw sliding in there uh, so we can rock out while half the other crowd goes gets up go, goes and gets a beer like Works a bunch of me. idiots like a bunch of idiots. Um, I, I would never <laughs> do a bathroom break at a Paul McCartney show. I'm sorry, he could never. play he no. could play four or five seconds twice and I'd still stand there. <laughs> Great. So sliding for me is, is three. Uh, again, it probably should be higher up as well. Um, Ethan, three. Uh, Tommy too likes. He always have a way with words. I know. I get tongue tied all the time. Tongue tied all the time. But go ahead. I, I'm with Andy here. My number three is Pretty Boys. Mm. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Man you heard many, it here first. A man of many man words, of words over here. <laughs> like that David Bowie album. Man of words. Man of music. Right. Mm. Very good. Okay. Three is finished. We're going to number two. And we're going to move on with uh, Mr. Seavey. Number two, my friend. My two and one are really tough. I love them both for different reasons. They're honestly 1A and 1B, uh, mm. but I know this will get votes for number one, so I'll put it here. So number two, I have Find My Way. Mm. Um, I've been digging this song since I heard it. Awesome, awesome, awesome production on this song. Really killer guitar tones, really smart placement of all the instrumental interludes. There's so many things that pop in and out of it and they never return and they're so interesting and they're so cool. Uh, the melody is simple, but it's effective. It sticks with you. The guitar outro is some of my favorite guitar oh, work he's right? ever done. Yes. And, and even though the subject matter isn't really joyous, it, it, it just sounds so joyous. It, it gives me the same feeling that a lot of his pop classics give me. And right. um, you know, I like who cares off Egypt station just fine, but this is a better written like lyrically the subject matter you know a lean on me sort of thing right. um yeah it's awesome i love i love find my way great andy same ditto find my way wow. number two wow on on par with dylan again um masterfully crafted um pop with a capital p obvious single choice all those things remember hearing it when we first well we didn't officially hear it i'm like that's the single if, if there was going to be a single, but it wasn't um, love it. I absolutely love find my way. Imagine hearing this live. If we ever could hear this live, how, how great that would be, mm. you know, again, there any, is there any, is there any horns on this or is it all just kind of like, 
Is there is there horns on Find My Way at all? Yeah, they're definitely yeah, and the like the bum 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 yeah, right? bum bum bum. I'm doing yeah. this as if they were real horns. It was more like this, but you right, know. but well, but it, that sound is on. Yeah, and a yeah. nice long outro to take you out of the song. Right, all that guitar work, tremendous as you, as it closes. But um, almost wish Find My Way could have opened the album. I would have, I, I would have loved that too. If Find My Way to, right. you know, get that pop boiler out there that George Martin right. always liked to have open an album with, and that's right. Yep. You know, I mean, it, Long Tail Bird, Long Tail Winter Bird is great as an opener. It's just a little bit too long, but find my way. If that had opened the record, man, that would have been awesome. Yeah, great. But that's my number two. Yeah, uh, two for me. Winter bird when winter comes, and I I totally understand what you're saying, Dylan. Where people just went ape shit to hear that younger voice, but for me, um, it was the lyrics. I I like the lyrics and the music to that more than the fact that knowing okay we got a younger McCartney on this record and, and you know it's the all it's the voice we all know and love you know, but it just had that early wings uh, feeling. And the only thing, and what's the song missing? It's missing denny and, and linda really um you know and you, we would have had a i think a wings classic really even if linda was just did, did a little backing vocal on this i think um the track would have been really cool just to have linda on there again like she was with uh you know the first mccartney record um just uh you know man i i i could see probably a lot of people getting emotional if if you know linda had a little you know bit on there, i, I will i will say con- conceptually even though she's yeah. not on the song knowing that it was written at those sessions right. and she was there I, right. I definitely can dig right. and appreciate that, that vibe yeah. sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i got that for mine two uh ethan two my number two is seize the day wow okay excellent thank you my friend <laughs> why all right, Ethan David. Alexanian is like the Russian judge. I love him so much. <laughs> David, I, love, I love you David, too. Yeah. David, number two. Oh, women and wives. Oh. Uh, you know, kind of like early days, he's just letting his voice be what it is. And mm. maybe he's trying too hard on the opposite spectrum, but I, I, I kind of like the lower register McCartney these days. Uh, like I said, it kind of has a Lady Madonna feel on his voice in my ears. Right. Um, there's no gimmicks on this album. No production. It's just a well, the, except you, for the horns. Yeah, <laughs> I, I meant. I meant. I know what you meant. The difference between the last album, and this album, he just wasn't. Well, he, he he was his own producer, so right, right. Um, he was just being natural in his own studio. Mm. To me, it kind of. I get that from a lover to a friend feeling mm. from 20 years ago. Uh, so it takes you back to the scare that that's 20 years ago, but whatever. Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that crazy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Dylan, number two. And I like, I like the bonus. Oh. I like the outtake with the extra verse, but he did the right thing. And the original is better, but mm. I'm sorry. The one that was released on the album is better. Gotcha. Okay. I already gave my number two. Oh, my yeah, we started with you. Okay. We are at number one. I, Wow crazy um real quick question do you remember when we all got that crappy uh audio yes. uh, version oh, did that yes. that did that hinder i don't know your... what you're talking about tom <laughs> did that like kind of like lower your expectations when you when you heard that no no the songwriting was there yeah the, audio, the quality wasn't right 
But I could okay. look past that. I didn't listen to it that much because I didn't want right. to say I didn't want to hear it in that crappy. I listened to it. Right. Once, I'm gonna just reserve it till we get the real thing. Yeah, same I, here. Yeah. Actually, I I didn't like it as much when I had it in the in the bad audio quality. Mm. And when when it finally came out, or at least a good quality leak, those of you out there who sent me it, you know who you right. are. Right. Um, it it just blew me away, and it was much better. Right. Because he oh. could make out what was going on. Right, right. Gotcha. All right, before we get to number one, I just want to just briefly thank everybody that has been joining us with you. If you are new, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please subscribe. We are six away from 600. Yeah, we are six away from 600, uh, another milestone. So please, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And again, you know, I'll, I'll say this again later, but you guys have been great uh, throughout this last uh, what six, seven months. However long, eight months, really nine, maybe, uh, since we've been doing this. So we really appreciate that. But uh, number one, Andy Nichols, what do you got? Seize the day. Uh, I can't feel you knew it. it. Yeah. You knew it. You knew it. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, I'm a sentimental I guy. It. I'm a sentimental yeah. guy. I, I Hearing Paul talk and sing sentimentally in his older age, uh, it just, it moves me. You hear it on Do It Now on Egypt Station, which Tom and right. you guys know I like that. And, Yep. This is kind of a rewrite of that. And um, given the entire shitty year that it was, uh, to me, it's a celebration of life and music and everything that makes Paul so awesome. Musically, kind of more in Dylan's realm. I love the descending notes in this song. You yeah. know, that kind of kick, the, the, the descending parts of that song. I love that. Uh, and the, the the message, you know, the seize the day. I mean, this is, this is it. I love the ending of it, too. It kind of builds up. You know, right. this great big kind of big crescendo of a finish. And you just hear him kind of just rail on the guitar as it fades out. I mean, mm. it, it, you know, it could have closed the album. I would have been happy with that. <laughs> I know the lyrics are a little wonky, you know, Yankee toes and Eskimos and all that stuff. But right. um, when the cold days come, it just it feels good. It just, to me, it, it's a celebration of life and everything that Paul is and where he's at right now. And that's why it's my number one. Great. Good. Nice placement. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, since the first time I heard it on the the Beatles, uh, that Breakfast with the Beatles um, show, Find My Way, uh, even though I didn't care for it lyrically at first, musically, this I was, I mean, it was just so exciting. I think this musically, this is the best of McCartney. I just think it's it's just so fun. And, and Dylan, to your point with the guitars, that 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 Dick Dale kind of style guitar towards the end for that last Dakota of the song was just superb. Uh, everything about that song, the lyrics eventually grew on me, you know, I know my left, I'm right. You know, I mean, okay, it's a little <laughs> silly type <laughs> Type type like type lyrics, but it's it's just so much fun and everything. I look forward to um, to a McCartney record, and um, yeah, it it just hit me right off the bat. So was it just my ears, or was there kind of reverse guitars in that track? Yes, too? there was reverse guitars in that as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's it's just this one is the one like where it, you know yeah it could have been the single, and this is like another one where it could have gone on another another minute for me, and I still would enjoy it. You know, it's like you know some songs they, they they're either they're too short and they go oh man like you know. Cool. Why couldn't you add it in a 30 seconds to this? But but it was it's good. It's a great pop song from McCartney, and he's still doing these gems. And I give him all the credit in the world uh, for that. So uh, number one, find my way. Ethan, what do you got? My number one is also find my way. Mm. 
the one thing I was gonna mention is is those backwards guitars. I don't know. I can't remember what it was. There was, I think it was a TikTok of all things where Paul was explaining where he or how he did that sound, mm. and it's escaping me what exactly he did. Right. But it's 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 good. Yes. You know, and I like you know I'm, I like that he, he a ringing this endorsement album. from Ethan. Right. <laughs> It's good. Like, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. I like that he produced. I like that he, you know, trust his instincts on this album. You can, you can feel like, you know, maybe he should produce his own albums again going forward. You know, instead of getting all these young kids, um, in my opinion. But even though I like some of the stuff that he does with the kids, it's you know, he should trust his instincts more and just produce some stuff more. But David, what do you got for number one? Am I the last one? No. No. Okay. Um, I, I didn't, I don't have a thesis like Dylan does, but, uh, it's deep, deep feeling. Wow. Um, I mean, to me, this is on par with, I love the pre- appreciate from, uh, the new album. I like the modern kind of loops and feel the ethos of that song, even nothing for free. I think that might be one of my favorite songs on the last album. Mm. It just has that modern, which is ironic. Cause I don't like a lot of his contemporary stuff he's been doing lately, but this one just hooked me since I, heard it the bootleg of it and uh it takes you through a lot of journeys yeah um it's like a tour de force i find something musically different about every time i listen to it i love the the deep tom work in the beginning and shit when the the piano and when the mellotron uh comes in oh i mean (laughs) because of this song i picked up a little mellotron keyboard because i love that i love I, I fell in love with the Mellotron again. I had to get one, a little instrument version. And right. uh, and it takes a turn later in the song that something that could have came off chaos and creation with the acoustic guitar and piano. Mm. Um, this might be my favorite song since House of Wax. Oh, wow. And the ending is very hypnotic. Mm. So it's a tour de force song for me on this album. Okay. That's all I got. Dylan, we're going to give you the final word. What's to say? What is your number one? All right. Well, we are almost done here and we're doing well on time. So I'm going to make you guys listen to me while I get up on a little soapbox here. (laughs) And I'll make it go as quick as possible because my fiance is listening to me right now. And she's probably so sick of hearing me talking and she's waiting (laughs) for me to get off and make us some chicken nuggets. I love you, babe. She just texted me. What's she saying? She said... Oh, she texted me a picture. She said she texted me some pictures of our cats that are adorable. Um, We'll get to that later. My number one is Pretty Boys. And look, opinions are opinions and people can like and dislike whatever they want. But some of the criticisms that I've seen and heard levied against this song are so misguided and not you guys you guys have all given your good reason so i'm not talking to you but a lot of people out there firstly from a musical and production standpoint this song is unbelievable every single instrument sits in the mix perfectly and everything sounds exactly as it's supposed to there are times on this record and frankly across a lot of his recent records where certain things just don't sound right they're over processed they're not mixed well but the electric guitars in this song are immaculate every single guitar tone is incredible the background vocals weave in and out perfectly and the effect that's layered onto them at the end is so clutch it's super ethereal and it's really moving from a musical standpoint and it's subtly 
very, very dynamic, which I can't say for a lot of his recent songs. So it's got that going. And lyrically, I can't for the life of me fathom why anyone objects to this song. Some fans are willing to put up with the most mundane lyrics that Paul (laughs) writes, and I do as well. But then when he writes an actual thoughtful set of lyrics that aren't totally straightforward and direct like he normally is, they get their panties in a bunch. This is a guy. Triggered now. Who is triggered this now? This is a guy. I'm triggered, damn it. And I have some things to say. This is a guy who's been in the spotlight for 60 years, and he's spent quite a bit of that time being marketed as desirable in some way. He's a celebrity, he's a rock star, a sex symbol, so on and so forth. And it's all a game. It's pretty meaningless to an extent. He knows that. He's seen and experienced it all. This is him taking the piss out of that in a really smart way. The Beatles were the pretty boys. James. Dean was the pretty boy, Johnny Depp in sync, so on and so forth. Human beings with depth and feeling who are reduced to shallow commodities in so many people's eyes because of the way they're being presented to the public. You see all the nice things, the bicycles for hire, the objects of desire, the cottages for rent, but don't worry what might be underneath the surface. You can look, but don't touch. They're talking, but they're not saying much. Paul really doesn't <laughs> Dylan for press. I'll tell you know paul doesn't write songs like this a whole lot and we should be celebrating this honestly he's usually either writing super relatable direct lyrics or if he does try to tackle a certain subject he doesn't do it with nearly as much nuance aka who cares or freedom (laughs) the super clunky songs pretty boys demonstrates what he's capable of as a writer when he has something on his mind and takes the time to write about it intelligently and it's kind of funny that andy mentioned the twee thing and and i know exactly what you're talking about but it honestly gives me an americana feel like with a lot of the chord progressions the way it's recorded the the melody is very very folky um I don't know. And I'm really privy to that. And I'm rambling and I'm not oh, sorry. You, no, I, you don't be. You, and you nailed it better than any I of am, us could. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sorry. I love this song. I've said before that this song is a triumph and I stand by that. And I need to Agreed. be that little voice lost in the wind that stands up for it when other people are slagging it off. So someone get me a cigarette because I'm done. And <laughs> <eat my laughs> what Ethan said. Right. And that was an awesome, awesome yeah, yeah, analysis. Nice. Yes. Well thank said. You. I've, I've had that in here for about seven months so thank you for allowing i don't even want I, to know i think we YouTube need to give comments. dylan a round of applause right yes now. absolutely <laughs> standing ovation thank you dylan uh, sorry uh, about what i said for number 11 yeah well you know <laughs> anyway yeah, is this is this the a first where someone's had a, a bottom in the polar top opposite the exact same? i think it might be it, it could be yeah, it might absolutely. be it, it could yeah. be andy yeah. i think i think you are you had one that I had at the bottom for McCartney too. Mm. Waterfalls. Mm, that might have happened. Uh, Actually, wait, Tom, did you have the medley of Red Rose as your bottom? Maybe I didn't. No, because that might have been that might have been. <laughs> yeah, my, if, if there was a chance that there would that would be, then it, it would, would be prob- on that it'd probably. Yeah. Be there. I'd have to go back and look um, at that, but could be, could be. So you're saying oh. that should have been a single? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, listen, gentlemen, thank you so much for being here tonight. This is just a, a dream to come true when, when when us can get together and we can, you know, talk about 
you know, give our opinions on these wonderful songs and, and put them in any order that we desire. And uh, we can still get along and do it. I, you know, I love it. We're still going to be friends after this, hopefully. Uh, Dylan, I don't oh. know about you, but uh, it's okay anyways. <laughs> it don't put words in my mouth. Yeah, I know. Andy, anything you want to add before we sign off, my friend? No, what a what a treasure and a treat to have you guys on here to close out this uh, tremendous series, which started as an idea and evolved into thumbnails with uh, tremendous contributions yes. from Ethan. And right. to kind of keep it all in the family here to recap, it was appropriate. And it was a good idea to do that. So good job on you there, partner. Thank you. Yeah, you know, Ethan, you know, you're talented and – yeah, I hope that you keep doing these things and, you know, and I hope you can make a career out of this because you're, you're, you're good at it and you, you know, and you should be getting paid for it. But, you know, not for Wait, you guys aren't paying this guy? <laughs> we, he, he Some gets, Canadian he, Amazon he, books? No, he, listen, he, he, he is. That's officially he, on record. Good right, job, yeah. Tom. No, he has no. something that none of you else have. So how right, about that? Exactly. We, we've taken care of him and we're going to take care of him again. When Don't he gets leave out that in him. such an ambiguous way, Tom. <laughs> yeah, we've taken care of him. We've taken care, of, care him. of him, yes. But, but Ethan, we, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for all the work that you've put in uh, to do these thumbnails because, I, I mean, it takes time, you know, and yes. even, even though it seems like you get them, you get them done quickly, uh, it still takes time and, and we do really appreciate it. I'm so still waiting you. for the alternate press to play artwork. Dylan, so, I, keep, I'll, keep I'll send you that. I'll oh, send you, you that. I hate you. <laughs> that one was done. <laughs> Excellent. Send it my uh, way, please. Exactly. Dylan, thank you for uh, for the music that you've given us and coming on from time to time. We really appreciate your thoughts and, and your approach, and especially with because you're a musician and you give us a different point of view um, to where, you know, I because I have no idea about chords and, and, and progressions and, and stuff like this. So you've really, uh, you know, helped us learn, you know, about things like that. And it's been a, been a great honor knowing you and having you on the show. And, you know, and thank you for you know, doing what you did and, um, you know, well, thank you, Tom. It is, is my pleasure. Hopefully it can do some more music for you soon. And hopefully I'll also be out there in Arizona yeah. soon. And yeah, I'm looking forward to coming on again. And honestly, Tom, I don't care what anyone else says. I think well, you're a great I. guy. <laughs> I don't care either. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So, uh, we're going to, uh, <laughs> you three for taking over my job and doing it better than I could ever do. Oh. With that being said, Dylan, yeah. go check your Facebook yeah. messenger. Yeah. Um, David, you know, I couldn't have started this without you because I had no idea. I know you couldn't have. Yeah, exactly. No, okay. So no, but listen, Hey, listen, the, the, no. we, we are able to establish a close relationship with this, with this podcast. And, you know, uh, I, I can't really say much I more mean, because I don't want to get too emotional, but, uh, oh, it's, geez. It's, you know, yeah. it's been great getting to know you again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so. I, I won't be a stranger to you. you no, know, I, no, we still you. text a lot. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I, I'm, I'd be honored to be welcome back once a year. So uh, <laughs> we'll think about well, it. Well, you're on par for we'll, that. We'll, 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 we'll let you know. We'll let you know. <laughs> Don't call us. Oh, yeah, we'll call you. Yeah, yeah right. No, I, met, I mean, you're you're with some uh, right. a talented group of people here. Right. And then your other show are idols you looked up to and you work with right. them. So yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you have ascended to where you are. 
and I'm looking Thank forward you. to it. So. Thank you. Um, everybody that's joined us, the, the Susans, the Toms, the Olivers, the Hudsons, the, the Ethans, the, everybody out there, the uh, Surges, the Tonys, uh, the Toms, uh, like I said, uh, Day Trippers, you know, I, I know I'm Ed, missing Ed, David, Ed, Ed, Crawford. Ed, Ed Crawford, David, right, where's David? Um, everybody Mayo. out there. Yeah, Nate. Uh, Mayo, Mo, Mayo Ed, yeah, Gary, um, everybody out there, Jamie, you know, everybody out there. That's, queen. that's joined yes the queen that started with us at the beginning and who has joined us uh during this this wonderful ride thank you very much the people that have had that have emailed us and 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 said hey you forgot that song and uh you know hey don't forget that one and you know harry with uh twice in a lifetime already okay stop i get it i know <laughs> but it was never released as a single okay sorry my friend <laughs> Oh and it's not God. that good. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> but uh, we we had a blast. We're going to take a week off. We'll be back live again. Or no, not necessarily. Who knows when we're going to be back live? We'll be back live again soon, I'm sure. But the the ranking the tracks is over. We're, we've got more ideas in store. And uh, we actually are going to do a three-parter that I think uh, a lot of people are going to get um, involved with, hopefully. And I'm looking forward to uh, to that. And uh, that's going to be coming up here soon. And uh, everybody out there, this has been a blast. Thank you very much. I'm going to go eat dinner. You guys. Me too. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good See night. you next time, as our yeah. fearless leader says. Yes. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace.